0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few good reasons. First of all, it's free, so you really have nothing to lose. They have so many tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so you can just be lying in your bed and record your podcast, and they will also distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. You could also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: My problem is that I, I have a problem to be with myself just in peace. So instead, when I was drinking, I could shut that off. And also when I was on the yoga mat, I could shut that off.
0: Hi there and welcome back to Intangible Conversations. I'm your host Karima Elba and today I got to talk to Marlene Carlson. She is a Swedish yoga coach with her own YouTube channel Marling Yoga. Her classes are so relaxing and she does upload a video every single day, which is insane. But she is very dedicated and she loves yoga and meditation. And that's why she also teaches it. So if you want to learn more about her courses, please head to MarlingYoga.com or to her Instagram page or YouTube channel to learn more about what she has to offer. In this episode, we talk about addiction, about her own past struggles with addiction. She's very open and very honest. We also talk to how yoga and meditation can be very healing and that has helped her to her road to recovery so I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Malin and if you have any questions or you struggle with addiction please do seek help because this episode does not provide enough information for you to take the steps it's only to inspire you so without any further ado this is Malin Carlson Hi, Meline. I am so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions for you about yoga and meditation. But before we get into that, I would love to know more about um, who you were as a kid. So can you take us back to when you were a child?
1: With pleasure. <laughs> so I am, I'm 38 years old. I'm turning 39 in September. I grew up in in Sweden in a small city called Linköping with my two uh, my mom and dad and my sister who is two years older than me, uh, and I was always like the sporty and kind of uh, extrovert, very popular, very like fun and uh, and uh, crazy. And my sister was uh, very sharp. She's a doctor now, and she's also having a doctor degree in biology. So she, so we never really competed, but we were really like. Um, I was the more sporty one and she was the more uh, studied one, Uh, but I had a wonderful uh, childhood with uh, a lot of uh, playing and horseback riding and the handball was my sport of choice. Uh, When I was, we were traveling quite a lot when I was a kid, we were taking the car in Europe and I fell in love with Florence in Italy and decided, I think when I was 10 that I wanted to move there when I finished school. Amazing. <laughs> so I moved there uh, at 18, and I am I'm very tall. I'm a Swedish blonde woman, and I was 18 years old from a small small city in Sweden. And uh, moving to Italy was uh, like it was such a shock for me. I am um, I was harassed like every day back and f- from school. Uh, it's like groups of, of guys like standing in a, um, just around me. So I. It was a bit traumatized I think <laughs> and I, I started to drink quite a lot of wine when I lived there and, uh, and uh, then I moved back to Sweden and, uh, and continued drinking quite a lot <laughs> and, uh, and built up a career. I, I, I always was into fashion, I loved um, brands and, um, and style so I started working in fashion as a stylist and, and with PR Uh, And uh, did that for, I think, five, five, six years or something like that. And it was a lot of fun. I went to the International Fashion Weeks and uh, I really enjoyed being a part of the kind of it world. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, And it was a big, a big party. Like uh, my whole life was a big party. Uh, I I knew all the celebrities in Sweden and started to get to know them abroad. And um, Mm -hmm. then I, when I was 25, I think I, I started to feel like um, there was always some kind of darkness. No, yes. (laughs) When I, this is where the yoga comes in. Uh, When I was started working at this PR firm, my boss told me that I, so restless and so full of energy that i needed to find ways to calm myself down so she kind of forced me to do yoga
0: is it because you were she saw that you weren't at peace or like what was the I think so yeah
1: i think there was something i had problems with focusing i think i have adhd but i don't have a diagnosis but but uh, yeah it was a lot you know it was too much going on too many balls like i couldn't mm-hmm. really catch everyone and then uh,
0: how old were you then when that happened I
1: 22 maybe 22 23 when I started to do yoga and the first two years was a struggle for me I didn't like it at all I just went to classes because I had to show up for her sake yeah. um <laughs> uh, so but I think it something happened because for me yoga is a way of um, connecting with uh, my consciousness and um I think from there i realized that the, my lifestyle wasn't really uh, sustainable it was a lot of drinking a lot of uh, uh, surface everything looked perfect on the on the outside but on the inside it was a like chaos mm. um, but then i moved to switzerland and I, I was like a nanny for a year to kind of ground myself and i started to study to become a health coach and um, and did that for a year First one year in Switzerland, then one year in, in Gothenburg in Sweden. And then for the first time, I stopped drinking. Um, but uh, then I went to therapy.
0: Like, why did you make that decision to just stop
1: drinking? Stop drinking. I, um, I was working for one summer in Italy, uh, in, in Sardinia. And I was drinking like every day, uh, like a lot. And I got like shakes. So I remember I went into my parents' bedroom one night and I was like, I think I have a drinking problem. Um, so then we, I started to go to therapy and I started to to try to to stop drinking. And I went to some kind of therapy where they tried to teach me to drink like other people. But uh, that didn't work out so well for me.
0: <laughs> How amazing is it that at that age you you sort of knew that you had a problem? Because so many people... Um, they drink and some take it too far, but not everyone is going to acknowledge that they have a problem. I think that the moment that you, that you kind of realize like, oh shit, this is a problem that you can actually start doing something because if you take it too far, that maybe you've gone way too far that you just can't go back and you can't yeah. stop or you can't. So um, can you tell me more about that of how um, kind of like your journey has been like to, um, recovery? Yeah, for sure. So that's when I was, I think I was
1: 25 or 26 or something when I started to realize that I I wasn't drinking like other people did, but I wasn't at the point where I acknowledged I was like an alcoholic. I was just like, I have a bit of a problem with alcohol. It was a lot, I think, denial in in that I didn't want to like, be like them, <laughs> because for me, alcoholic, it was a shameful word and it was very dark and it was something I didn't want to be associated with. Um, so so I kind of switched career and I went into to health and I did my yoga teacher training and um, with um, a wonderful Indian man called Ratish, who, who did a one year training for me in Stockholm and in India. So I, I think I I got addicted to yoga. I went, I I switched my addiction from um, alcohol to yoga.
0: How have you done that? Because like to me, those are like two completely different things, right? Like you've gone from having a lifestyle that existed of drinking, partying, kind of a bit of anti-yoga because people who do yoga every single day, they kind of, they're always in peace and they meditate and they take care of themselves and so like how did you do that because i that doesn't happen overnight you know so can you kind of take us a bit through the process maybe if you want to of maybe <laughs> like just the the first couple of weeks or months and how you kind of experience-
1: yeah so, so for me like i feel like my um problem is not really you know either alcohol or, or yoga or anything like my problem is that i i have a problem to be with myself just in peace so instead when i was drinking i could shut that off and also when i was on the yoga mat i could shut that off i i could like connect with the uh, um some kind of higher power that i've made me feel at, at peace um for for the time where i was on the mat and. Since I didn't know how to deal with myself, when I wasn't on the math, I, I wanted to be on the mat all the time. Um, so it was great for my teacher training. I studied really well and I did a lot of, of hours on the yoga mat, but I also wasn't like really happy. Like that, the yoga didn't save me. Like I, it helped me to become more healthy and, and to not be as destructive as the alcohol, but it didn't, like I still had some kind of non-peace within my system. So so um I started to drink, I got uh, recruited for Absolute Vodka to to do a job in New York like my dream job was to be a brand ambassador for for Absolute and uh, and I started to drink again uh, and and do like heavier drugs like cocaine a lot um,
0: and, and that, so you were in New York when this happened
1: yeah so so um I got recruited and I was like I'm not actually a drinker but and then um I mean, little by little, I started drink. And because I was drinking so much, I, I took a lot of cocaine to kind of sober up uh, because I couldn't control my drinking. So I did that for two years. And, and that's what really took me um, to a darker spot. But meanwhile, I was still like doing yoga. Like um, I remember, I think in New York, I did yoga at least a few times a week. But in L.A., I remember I couldn't go to yoga classes because then I I realized how false I was. The lie was like shining through when I went to the yoga classes. So I stopped for like a year to practice.
0: Because how did you experience doing yoga and meanwhile doing drugs and drinking? Because Uh. did you experience the moment that you had to yourself when doing yoga the same as when you were not drinking? No, <laughs> it was, uh,
1: it was not a peaceful state of mind. then. It was, uh, it was hard. I, I, I think I realized, you know, what I did to myself, and I didn't want to realize that I wanted to be in my es- escape. You're so in it was... style for, yeah. Exactly. And when I was working a lot, and when I was busy, I could kind of deny what I was actually doing, because I also knew that I was an alcoholic, but I didn't want to admit it. So I was like, no, no, I'm just having a little bit of a problem, but it's okay. Like
0: But it is a really, 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 really tough thing to admit. I don't drink myself. I'm not I've never tasted alcohol. I don't wow. drink. So I, I don't know what that's like. I don't know. So I can't speak, you know, from experience, but I do believe that the like if you are on a road to recovery, like relapsing is just a part of it. And it's not only, you know, when you're addicted to alcohol or drugs, it's also like sugar, like things that we are addicted yeah. to. I believe it's just part of, you know, the, the process. Yeah. Um, so that was actually my question to you. Like, did you relapse? But you already told me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was almost certain that you did in a way, because I know people who were addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, people that I know personally, and, but also you know far away. So thank you so much for sharing that. I think a lot of people are going through that. And also, especially during the lockdown, people who are addicted. I mean, I can't imagine that you are, that you kind of have an addiction and then you're stuck in one place and you can't go anywhere. Um, did you feel personally like that you wanted to go back to doing that during the um, corona? or
1: uh, I haven't been uh, you know longing to go back to drinking or, or drugging but I can fall back into other destructive behaviors like controlling you know my food or controlling like like shopping I can get into like a shopping addiction where I just buy stuff especially like online especially when you're in lockdown you know like yeah, bye, of bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have I have the tendencies for sure but, uh, but I feel like I also know, like I've been server in the 12-step program since uh, 2013. Um, and uh, since then, I feel like I'm still a bit crazy sometimes, but I, I feel like i got tools to work with this feeling of um, unfulfillment within.
0: But You just mentioned the 12-step program. Can you explain just a bit what that is and how it helped you?
1: Yeah, so the Twister program is a spiritual program uh, where you kind of learn how to give up your own will and your like your old behavior. Because I when I take control over my behaviors, I'm a perfectionist, I'm very, you know, like competitive. Like I if I do as I want, I live a life on a level that I can't bear. 15, yeah. yeah. So then I need to do cocaine, you know, to, to keep up the level. So what I try to do is to, to keep, um, I always, every morning when I wake up, I ask to be a tool for my higher power to be of service and, and to, to not push myself too hard to do, you know, what I can do, but not more than that.
0: Is that like every week or like, how does that?
1: Yeah, the 12 the program, it's, it's anonymous. So I, I can't speak too much about it, but it's like, um. Uh, you can find it anywhere uh, information about it but it's like uh, the first step is that you give uh, give like uh, the, that you admit that you're powerless over alcohol and drugs or whatever the choice of yours and then the second one is to find a higher power and the third one is to to give your life to that higher power and then you work with an inventory and blah 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 so you get all the steps gives you a toolkit of how to deal with your emotions which is, for most of the time, the reason why anyone takes drugs or, or use alcohol is because we don't know how to deal with our emotions, so we numb them. So so if anyone out there has a problem, the 12-step program is anywhere in the world, and it really, that was the key for me. Like, yoga was fantastic, but I would never have been sober if it wasn't for
0: the 12-step program. How long have you been sober, if I may ask? Seven years, and... Uh, Congratulations, a that's a long time. That's yeah. a long time amazing. Like I can see that you're so happy when when you say that. <laughs> you're like I'm 7 years sober. That must feel amazing that you've conquered, you know, like all of that you've been through and now you're in a place where you can look back and be like I have been sober for 7 years. So I'm so happy to hear that that that's that's really amazing. And um, I actually want to talk about about your yoga channel. Yeah. Um, I love, I love your videos. I think it's so original. It's really like so laid back and it's, I love it. And, and I've also noticed that you upload a video every single day. Yeah. Is that correct? Really? Because I was like watching your video and it was like day 500 something. And then I scrolled <laughs> on and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, that is first of all, dedication. And then, you prove to yourself and to the people who follow you that you actually do yoga every single day. So you're not lying about it. You're not yeah, but sometimes it's very slow. <laughs> that is so crazy. So can you explain to me why? First of all, you you wanted to have a YouTube channel. There is like so much baggage and background concerning your like your yoga journey. It's not like you just started doing yoga because it was a fancy thing and then, you know, put it online, but like, you really have a story and that's what I really love.
1: So when I was like sober for, I think three years or something like that, I I lived in New York city for three months with my, my company that I worked for then. And I went to yoga classes and I thought that everything was so fitness oriented. Everything was just about getting into shape and being cool and like, you know, looking good. And for me, I was, you know the way I was taught yoga was by this Indian man who doesn't. You know he doesn't want to have anything to do with like the look of it. It's it's just about alignment and and um, and spiritual connection and and for, so I got a little bit sad about where yoga was in the Western world and um, and then I was going to Los Angeles and I spoke with a friend of mine there. Uh, And we were speaking about social media because I've been in branding my whole life, but I I had not been in the social media kind of circles. I was like, I didn't know much about YouTube. I didn't know much about like Instagram and stuff. And I never had a big interest. But then I realized that if I wanted to keep my profession, I had to learn those uh, like new kind of media forums. And then I was on a beach uh, in Malibu on my own. I was uh, just sitting and meditating and, and I got like almost like a spiritual experience where where it was like you know yoga <laughs> you need to learn like youtube and social media like start you know give the world what you think is missing yeah. like do you, you have the tools to do that yourself and that's how marlin yoga was born
0: that's a good four years now
1: yeah but i also like i did one year first i did like I'm, i was like i'm gonna challenge myself and see if i can do a one-year challenge So I did first one year and then I didn't do it for a while because I, um, I don't know, I just had one year as my goal. And then I, I, but I, I, that year changed my life. I really realized how good it made me feel to give something every day and to, uh, to be um, doing yoga every day, even if it was just a little, but uh, it changed my whole concept somewhat. And then I decided it it was one year in between. And then I decided to do another one. And now I just continue that one. So now it's one and a half years. So together I've done two and a half years of everyday yoga
0: classes. I used to be very skeptical about yoga because like you said, like people in the Western world have really turned yoga into something that is kind of like an elitist thing and it's expensive and it's all about getting in shape and doing all these crazy poses yeah yoga is really it's how far you can take it and it's how far your body can take it it's on it's your
1: own conditions and that's what i want to bring and that's also like in my classes it's like everyone's like how can you you know do it differently. I'm like, I'm not. I'm doing the same thing every day because if you don't do the same thing every day, how are you gonna know how you feel today? No. Like, if I do something different every day, I have no idea where I am today. No. So sure. that's what it's all about. Like, you know, doing if you do the same things that are amazingly beneficial for your body, you're gonna know which shape you are in that day.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's true. you know I
1: mean, how it felt yesterday or a month ago.
0: If you look back and you've done yoga for, let's say, a year and you look back, and then you'll see, like, wow, I couldn't do that a year ago, but now I can, and I think, yeah. you know, progress takes time, it's it's not something that happens overnight, and like, you really, like, you are doing yoga every single day, I do yoga, <laughs> I think, two times a week, because it's, it takes so much time, in a way, if you don't make time for it, it's like, yeah. oh, I have to do yoga, you know, in the morning, and then you kind of, Um, And also, like, it depends on on your work and your lifestyle, and you know. um, But
1: that's also one thing that I I wanted to bring into my classes because it can be fantastically physical, you know, it can be like a, a workout, but it can also be a landing. (laughs) <laughs> where you don't need to change your clothes. You don't need to take time. You can take your computer with you into a conference room and do it for 15 minutes mm-hmm. at your job. That's what I, I wanted to remove all these obstacles, all these excuses that we all have. I have them too, you know, where I'm like, oh, I don't have the time because I, we all have 15 minutes every day, that's especially true. if we do it on the bed, you know, or on our uh, like, uh, living room floor. So that's also, I'm happy you bring it up because that's one of the biggest reasons why I've done it so basic.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: yes. even if uh, it's not like you know, you're not going to get super into shape, and you might not see an amazing process from doing my 15 minutes classes every day, but you're gonna you're gonna keep your shape, and you're mm-hmm. gonna keep your spirits. Yeah, and for me also, that is a goal to not like degrade, you know, which I think yeah. we do you, when we when we don't do
0: anything. Because every single beginning is difficult. Mm-hmm. When I started doing yoga, everything was blocked my my shoulders my my legs like everything and i was like oh my god this is gonna take such a long time before i can like decently do any yoga pose but now like six months later i really like it's a flow like i start doing this that and then i feel like i've made progress and i think that when you see and 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 you like you see the progress and you also feel it, you know? Yeah. And I think people always will find an excuse of why not to do something. And it's really like, if you have, like if you don't have 15 minutes, you have no life.
1: <laughs> it but might- also, I mean, like you're going to pay for that eventually be it with diseases or whatever. Like, I mean, the things that we do now to like sure. uh, build up our health and our mental health is what's going to keep us not getting sick and, and, you know, keep us away from, mental breakdowns and all that that's gonna cost us so much money and so much time
0: that's true like yoga absolutely is is a way to heal your body and and your spirit and everything and that's so true and do you also meditate is that like does that go hand in hand with yoga or can you only do yoga without meditating and vice versa
1: the way i was schooled in yoga yoga the asanas which is what we in the western world call yoga that is a a way to find peace into meditation so it's actually like the yoga in itself is not a goal Mm -hmm. but it is a way to get into meditation which can be really really hard if you're a restless person and if you're you're very stiff in your hips and you can't you know get into a proper meditation pose that's why we do yoga is how i was uh, was taught Uh, and so the goal is to get into meditation and and in my classes i i always start with a pranayama where you where you include your breathing and take control over your breath and then we do a few asanas because uh, i think the focus of the the rest of the world is in the asanas and then a short meditation that i hope that everyone can deal with even if you're not used to meditate
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: two three minutes it's gonna be so so much better than nothing
0: yeah. And for people who don't really know yoga that well, what is um, asanas?
1: Asanas can... is the positions. Like um, okay. when yeah. you think of yoga, you know, you see someone with their hands up or like that is one asana. So the warrior pose, for example, is an asana. So every but position,
0: the, the movement, like the pose,
1: exactly the pose, the pose is the, the, the Sanskrit world is asana for pose. Mm,
0: Okay. And what do you think other than what we just discussed are like the misconceptions about yoga? Like when people ask you anything about yoga, what is it that you're like, no, that's not true. But like we think it's true because we don't know anything about it or because, you know, like society kind of pushing yoga to us in a different way.
1: But for me, one of the biggest things that makes me a little sad is the focus on progress, you know? Everyone is so focused on the progress and, you know, getting, like, more into a knot or, you know... Like, for me, uh, I feel like we lose the... The perspective of our bodies and you know where we are at the moment um that's i feel like the western world is so focused on always getting better and like for me yoga doesn't have to do with getting better it has to do with like staying healthy and and being with yourself the way you are accepting where you are right now um, and uh, yeah that's a thing that i i feel is a little mis- misused maybe like but I also think it's a way of reaching people because that's how we're schooled. I, I wouldn't have started with yoga if it wasn't because I wanted to get in shape. Like, yeah,
0: that's true, because I think 20 years ago, yoga was something that, you know, like some dude in, in, in India or whatever it does. And to us, because now yoga has become so mainstream um, mm-hmm. and you have so many studios like I've been to yoga classes in in L.A., in New York. Um, here where, where I am now in Belgium. And like, there's such a huge difference where you are in the world. Because yeah. I think when you go to a yoga class in, in Asia, the experience is going to be different than, you know, when you go to a yoga class in LA, because there it's all about like the outfits. Um, it's part of like your morning routine. Or what like, it's, it, like it has like this such a cultural vibe that I think people forget why they're doing it. And I think that yoga could be such a beautiful way to connect with yourself, as you just said. Um, and it's a, it's, like an, it's a very emotional and, yeah, it's an emotional journey. And-,
1: and, and this is the thing, you know, because I think any reason that gets you into yoga is a good one. So, so I don't want to like, you know, speak down on anything because I think anything that you, you gets you to the math is a good reason. Uh, and I also think that we all have different journeys. Like I want to do a spiritual one, and, and for me, yoga is very much about respecting my body and and my like spirit where it is at the moment. But but it's not up to me to decide. I I mean, everyone maybe a teacher that you and I don't like is going to be someone that someone else loves, and and I feel like who am who am I to? To know what's right or wrong i always think that whatever works for you is is a great one but for me it's important to do it the way that is is true to myself
0: can you explain what marlin yoga is and how you can help people if they want to join
1: so right now my focus is on youtube classes that i do every every morning like not actually i don't do them every morning but i do a, a one class every day yeah. which i think is if you are a beginner it's the perfect way of of getting a little bit into yoga. Um, and then I started Patreon two months ago where I give more advanced classes. Uh, I, I do a one hour class every week and um, I go more into the different asanas or poses and explain you know, how to align yourself in the poses. Uh, and, uh, and I have some projects that are ongoing uh, <laughs> that, I, that I can't speak about right now. Um, okay. But uh, I want to look into live streaming and, and also doing retreats. That's my goal, I think, eventually to people that like the style I teach in and that wants to get more into it. I want to start doing a few retreats every year.
0: I think that's beautiful because then people really can experience what you experience, what you, know, you want them yeah, to do. To be, uh, build a
1: connection and be a part of and I'd like to, you know, um, I, I want to take that online in some way. So we're looking into different ways of, of building up that. Because when you teach yoga in a classroom, you create a vibe in that room. And I would love to bring that online, which I think on Patreon, we have a little bit of that. It's more of a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the beginning of my YouTube, it was the same there. But now it's, it's been growing quickly. So I don't have time to respond to all comments, and I can't be, you know, supportive in the way that I was in the beginning.
0: But that is a good sign that more and more people find your channel and they connect with you. And because I think that's, it's really hard to make people engage with your content. And uh, if there's so many people following you every single day, and your, you know, your subscribers are growing, that's a beautiful thing. Like it only means that you're doing something right, and they can connect with something that you're doing. yeah
1: but but so my goal is to definitely keep like the youtube concept just the way it is to continue doing that every day and just keep that and grow more into like you know where you can if you want more you can pay for patreon for example is 25 dollars and then you get a one hour class every week Mm -hmm. and i share a little bit of more of of my own life um but um yeah that that's where i am right now and I, i always want to make whatever i do very good before i start the next thing Yeah, no. Uh,
0: And um, a different question. What would you say to someone who has been trying to meditate, but that person can't because like you can't sit still? Because I have that problem and I still have that problem a bit. Once you kind of start your meditation, because everyone does it differently. I don't think like there is this one way to meditate, but what can you say to someone who really struggles with just Sitting still in one place with, you know, silence or music or whatever it is. Do you have any tips for people who, who struggle? Yeah,
1: <laughs> do some yoga before. <laughs>
0: really? That helps. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, and I mean, that is, I think, the purpose of, of the yoga, to, to find that peace. Because for me, it's also impossible to just, even though I've been practicing for many, many years, for me, if I'm, I've been working a lot or if I've been driving, I can't just sit and And meditate I need to prepare myself for that Uh, so I think patience and you know that's that's one of the reasons why I have meditation in all my classes because I think it's a very important thing of my daily routine but two minutes is enough like it doesn't have to be 20 minutes or an hour like if you get just peace of mind for two minutes it's gonna really help you and i love crystals that's like just myself so sometimes if i feel very <sighs> splittered or like disorganized i take a crystal in my hand and i keep it for my meditation and just kind of
0: mm-hmm. put the,
1: the energy into that
0: oh crazy and yeah. you mentioned that you believe in a higher power and i i mm-hmm. was wondering um because it's different for everyone do you mean that you believe in god or do you believe in in an energy because everyone has a different definition of a higher power
1: yeah so i am raised like protestant christian but i not in sweden we don't have like really high believing systems like um my parents don't go to church or anything like that but uh, I, i mean that's the culture that i was raised into and i i think i've always believed in in god in some way um but that was almost like love laugh that, you know, where I grew up, like people don't believe in God here in Sweden. That's like you, you kind of looked up on as stupid if you're if you're religious.
0: Really? Oh, I had no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, very anti-religious. But um, I believe in I believe in any I think the higher powers, whatever we choose is almost the same. And I, I don't like organized religion because I think it's been misused for many, many years. So I have a problem, like, saying that I believe in in one God, but I believe in something that is loving us all. Yeah. And I love to dance with, like, the moon. So so I call it the moon goddess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, because it's, it's interesting that a lot of people who were raised Catholic or Jewish or Muslim or whatever it is, a lot of people grow out of religion because of their own reasons, everyone has a different reason. Um, But I always wonder like, if you used to believe in God because you were raised that way and then all of a sudden you you stop believing in that, like with you, is it because you just decided so or has there been a moment or I think for me
1: anything that people try to push on anyone like if I try to push my beliefs on you I I would think that I misuse my religion like I think Mm. everyone should you know for me free will is very important and I think that that whatever I think that I know might not be the your truth you know it might be my truth but it's not like anyone else's truth so I have a problem with missionaries and you know like starting a worm in the name of God which I think like all the big religions has done and that's I think that's somewhere there I'm like no God doesn't want us to fight we're all humans you know people if, if there's
0: wars you know like God doesn't want
1: power us. and that's why they fight it's not because of God you know No, absolutely so no, true. that's what took me away from that I think.
0: I think we're almost at the end, uh, and I always love to end up with a couple of roundup questions. So the first question um, is, how do you unwind? And I think I know the answer to this, <laughs> but if you had like a really long, tough day, uh, and you just want to like zoom out and just you know relax, what do you do? Okay, I if
1: I have a bathtub, I take a bath. That's like the best thing I know. Um,
0: I love baths. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, (laughs) but here in my apartment in Stockholm, I don't have ones. I take a hot shower, like a really like hot, and like uh, I love scrubbing myself with some nice uh, scrub, and then I take one of my crystals and I uh, like meditate for a little bit. And Mm -hmm. and if I can't find peace, I do some yoga asanas Mm -hmm. to get into peace. Uh, But water is very healing for me. Like being in water, I love swimming. I love um, being into to water that relaxes Mm -hmm.
0: me if you like watch tv or you're engaging with like social media on your couch that's not to me personally unwinding so I love your answer that you're like no I go and take a bath or I do yoga because then you really connect to yourself again yeah and
1: I also think actually that's also responding to another question you asked me with getting into meditation maybe your meditation is to take a bath but being (laughs) conscious while doing it like really (laughs) Like you know feeling feeling the water and just paying attention to the the sense of the water towards your body and you know what happens that's a very good way of of getting into meditation yeah it's
0: it's really anything that kind of calms you down and brings you peace and and that is i think meditation is just to kind of calm your thoughts and um, yeah I know I love your answer so what uh, tagline or quote do you live by is there like a quote or a tagline that you love and that you use in your in your life every single day
1: yeah <laughs> focus on what you can give that's one of the most important things I think a lot of people focus on what they can get from the world I think mm-hmm. if you focus on what you can add to a conversation add to the day add to um, the table you know Focus on what, what you can give. It can be a smile, you know, to the bus driver or whatever. But if you focus on that, you won't get us disappointed in life. You won't like you will get a lot from just focus on what you're giving and not what you're getting.
0: Yeah, you have to be grateful. I think gratitude is such um such an important part of our lives. If you can name three things that you're grateful for every single day, you really will notice a change and then you will feel a bit more happy or content about your life because if you keep thinking i want this and that and i don't have that and you just make yourself unhappy by thinking about what you don't have instead of what you can get exactly. it's can so have.
1: easy to take what you have for granted i i broke up with my ex-boyfriend this spring and, and i realized you know in the end of our relationship i took him for granted and then when you lose that you know it's such a grief and I, I don't think I understood what I had when we were in the relationship. And I miss, you know, like as soon as we take things for granted, um, we don't appreciate them. And I think most of us, um, even if just having a roof over your head, it's actually not, not everyone does that. And if you can listen to this or, or watch it, you know, you have some kind of device, which is something to be grateful for.
0: Um, so is there anyone in your life that you look up to, that you admire? And see?
1: Yeah, no, I admire so many people. I think, um, you know, just um, I admire a lot of women, strong women. I think it's, uh, it's not so easy to, to take space and, and to be successful as a woman because um, we're not looked upon that way <laughs> so often so i do uh, i think taylor swift is super cool the way she's like taking up uh, battles mm-hmm. and a lot of, of other um, famous women i think are amazing Um now of course i can't come up with any of them <laughs> but also like uh, i mean there's so many and, and then like my my mom and and my sister and uh, a lot of people around me are amazing people and I, I think anyone you know who who carries their weight you know with a smile I, I'm, and we all go through things that are really difficult I, I look up to all my sponsors that I helped through the 12-step program that you know get through the program and that they do it with a, a smile on their face and like tears in their eyes sometimes but they still continue to take take the next step I, f- I think that's amazing.
0: Yeah that's indeed very beautiful. Um, So what is your biggest pet peeve?
1: I don't like self-pitying. I think you know when I I am I get into it myself sometimes and I'm like oh my god shit I don't want to be like this and I don't like that in other people either. I think we all make choices.
0: Yeah sorry? People who play the victim people who are always like drowning and
1: victimizing themselves and like I feel like it's a lack of responsibility. We all take, you know, different choices and uh, and uh, I think you should own up to whatever comes with that. And of course, we're unlucky sometimes, but I'm dealing with I think I admire people who deal with misfortune with grace, you know, that like deals with that and like gets through it without feeling sorry for themselves.
0: So the last question is, what does success really mean to you? Because I think success, like we were born into a world that defines success as having money or being famous or whatever it is. But I think everyone has their own uh, definition of success.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have been in the world of fame and, and a lot of money. And for me, I never seen as much grief and and sadness and emptiness in my whole life so that's nothing that i'm striving for i I almost pity people you know that think that money is is the the solution on anything and for me success is to be able to do what i want to do um I, i remember i told someone like i want to have a few different jobs and a few different incomes so that i can always tell my boss to go fuck themselves if yeah. I want to. <laughs> that to me is like success. When, I am, when I'm that's free like enough to be plan. able to do that.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. No, but that's true. And it's also very nice to hear you say that, like I've seen people who had money and success and I and but behind that there is a lot of grief and not everyone is happy and I think it's important for people to hear that from someone who has seen it or experienced it because otherwise we will always keep thinking that money is the answer or you know um and that's just not true but you know not everyone believes that so
1: <laughs> I no and i also think that if you struggle with getting food on your table i mean money is the solution of but i think course. to the point where you have a proper house and you have food you know every day
0: financial freedom is is what we strive for but having but being like mega rich is not the answer no i don't think having enough money to survive and not worry about paying your bills and like all of that stuff
1: yeah
0: i think when you're comfortable in life um but you're not striving for you know a billion or like millions of dollars and and you think that is going to make you happy i think that's the the wrong way to go but obviously jobs you know so it's not that money isn't important it's just how you think about money I think exactly
1: and I also think that a lot of us think that we have to have such a big house and you know like we think that's going to be you know the, the key to success but I think that living an easy life and you know being present and like you know maybe eat the best food but you don't really have like the fanciest house for me that's more success you know to be able to go to the loveliest restaurants because that's important to me Mm -hmm. and I think finding yeah yeah, I'm not a home person so my apartment doesn't have to be like the biggest or or the most Mm -hmm. fantastic one but I want to have like a nice gym where I where I like you know can go for a bath and swim and uh, that's something that I value but I also think that a lot of people think more of what other people think of them than what what's important for themselves and I think that's really gonna keep you you know imprisoned
0: that's true because we also live in a in a very like social media world right now and people strive to have a more like an instagram worthy life and they yeah. strive to have their own personal desired life exactly. you know? and
1: that's actually one of the things that i want to communicate through my yoga channel too like i record in my own living room where it's not fancy you know like everything is very small and tiny and i want people to also realize that that it's a i mean you don't you can do yoga in that small space too like
0: yoga is something it's the cheapest thing that we can do is actually exactly exactly think like you have to have all these equipments and these outfits but it's it's so far from that it's just you can just wake up wear whatever you want and just do yoga. also like thanks to people like you who have a youtube channel and who show us for free how to do those poses. is just like, there is nothing better than that. So you really don't, don't have to pay anything if you can't. If you can't afford no. it, then, um because, you know, everything is for free if you look for it.
1: <laughs> exactly, and, and that,
0: that was one of the, the biggest,
1: also reasons why I wanted to, to do that. Like to give people something that I've achieved by being on the math and being a bit maniac, but like I, I can give that to the world every day for free. And that's uh, I think amazing.
0: Yeah, no, but thank you so much for doing that. I love your channel. I think like you, like you are one of the, the most like laid back people in the like, YouTube world that I came across. <laughs> thank you. Other people, like what they are doing is also completely fine. They have like all these fancy cameras and you know, angles from everywhere and all of that. Yeah. And that's also fine, but I think it's so refreshing to see someone like you who is just like, you know what? I'm just in my house doing yoga, <laughs> yeah. and my
1: cell phone, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but people like that. It's it's yeah. cool. it's nice. It's um no, I I really like it. So um maybe can you share wh- where people can find you on social media or.
1: Yes, yeah, so my name is Marlin Yoga everywhere. <laughs> it's uh, just like Marlin Yoga on on Instagram and on YouTube and on Patreon and I have a marlinyoga.com uh, where you can request like private classes if you want that. Um, but yeah, I think the easiest way of finding me is is uh, by googling Marlin Yoga. <laughs> Everything is going to come up.
0: No, okay, perfect. Thank you so much. I loved talking to you. Thank you for sharing your journey and i hope that people will get inspired and um, that they will also find in them to keep going you know when they struggle with addiction so thank you so much for doing thank you
1: for having me such an honor